Welcome to another episode of Jim Lunsford's Resilience Unleashed, the podcast that empowers you to face life's harshest trials head-on. I'm Jim Lunsford, your guide through the murky trenches of life's battles. What's our objective? To emerge from each challenge stronger, wiser, and infinitely more resilient. Here, you're not just a bystander, but a resilience warrior in training, learning the tactics and strategies that enable you to fight the shadows of addiction, trauma, and the myriad obstacles life throws your way. Before we dive in, let me share something unique about this podcast. Each episode is actually a direct adaptation of articles from our headquarters, resilienceunleashed.net, brought to life through the power of AI. That's right, an advanced artificial intelligence reads the articles, providing you with critical insights and tactics in a new, accessible format. Today's episode promises to equip you with the mental and emotional ammunition you'll need to rise above your circumstances. Our mantra is simple, be better today than you were yesterday. So gear up, warrior. You're about to experience a transformation that doesn't just change you but reshapes your core. Let's get after it. From surviving to thriving, the role of resilience in life. Introduction. Greetings, resilience warriors. I'm Jim Lunsford. This call to arms is a wake-up call to delve deep into what keeps us standing when life tries to knock us out. I'm talking about resilience. You might think you know what it is. You might even think you have it. But you've only scratched the surface until you've dived into the science of it, deployed it on the battlefields of your own life, and passed it down as a legacy for those to come. We're not just going to talk about what resilience is, we're going to dissect how it works, why it's your ultimate weapon, and how to possess it and instill it in others. We'll tear apart the neurological magic that makes it tick. We'll look at how the brain, that gray matter encased in your skull, isn't just a vessel for thoughts, but a forge for resilience. We'll discuss how this isn't just a theoretical concept, but an essential part of your daily arsenal, your go-to strategy for tackling challenges, big and small. We will discuss how resilience doesn't die when you do, it lives on, impacting generations, shaping destinies, and leaving an indelible mark long after you're gone. And finally, we'll come to the verdict, the non-negotiable conclusion that resilience is not an elective, but a core curriculum in the school of life. Brace yourselves. This isn't for the faint of heart. This is for the warriors, the leaders, the men and women who aren't satisfied with mediocrity and unwilling to let life dictate the terms. This is for those who want to take control, make an impact, and leave a legacy. If that's you, then read on. Because you're about to get a masterclass in resilience, one that doesn't just inform you, but transforms you. Section 1, The Brain's Command Center, The Prefrontal Cortex. Your prefrontal cortex is no joke. It's situated right behind your forehead and eyes, leading the charge when you're in the heat of battle, life's battle. This region is a key player in executive functions. We're discussing complex cognitive behavior, personality expression, decision-making, and moderating social behavior. This is where you plot your course, develop your strategy, and execute your plans. When you're in a stressful situation, like when everything is on the line, in combat or life, this is the area that helps you make logical decisions instead of knee-jerk reactions. It's like your internal tactical operations center, calculating probabilities, assessing the situation, and coordinating your physical and emotional responses. 
Let's get more specific. Have you ever heard of working memory? That's also situated in the prefrontal cortex. This is where you hold multiple pieces of information in your mind while working on a task or problem. It's your tactical board, your planning space. It allows you to keep the objective in mind while you deal with the variables, the enemies, the obstacles, and the unknowns. But here's the catch. The prefrontal cortex is sensitive to stress. Too much stress and it can go offline, so to speak, letting the more primitive parts of your brain take over. That's not what you want in a high-stakes situation. So you've got to train it. Discipline. Consistency. Focus. The more you do that, the more resilient this command center becomes. The prefrontal cortex is like your internal general, constantly getting information, making decisions, and issuing commands. It needs to be in peak condition to execute effectively. That's why mental exercises like problem solving, planning, and abstract thinking are crucial, your mental push-ups, sit-ups, and deadlifts. So, make sure this command center is well-equipped and in fighting shape. That's how you become resilient. That's how you dominate the battlefield of life. Section 2, The Role of Amygdala, Your Emotional Watchtower The Amygdala Situated deep within the temporal lobe, this cluster of neurons has one main job, emotional responses. This is your rapid reaction force, always vigilant, always ready to engage. It's your frontline, your first responder to environmental stimuli, particularly anything that might be a threat. The amygdala gives you that adrenaline jolt when something's not right or you're in danger. It's like a guard dog, constantly sniffing the air for signs of trouble. But here's the deal. Sometimes, that guard dog can get a little too aggressive or reactive. It can mistake a friend for a foe or a minor setback for a major catastrophe. That's when you go from zero to a hundred instantly, losing sight of the objective and jeopardizing the mission. When stress or danger signal comes in, the amygdala wants to activate the fight or flight response. It's primal. It's immediate. And sometimes, it's necessary. But not always. Often, reacting instantly and emotionally can cause more harm than good. It can result in hasty decisions, errors in judgment, or unnecessary conflicts. That's when your internal command center, the prefrontal cortex, needs to step in and take charge. It's like a seasoned sergeant calming down a jittery, trigger-happy private. The prefrontal cortex has to keep the amygdala in check and ensure it doesn't fire until necessary. It's a balancing act that demands training, discipline, and self-awareness. How do you do that? Through deliberate practice. It is recognizing when the amygdala is flaring up and taking conscious steps to moderate its influence. It's deep breathing. It's stepping back and assessing the situation before making a move. It's realizing that not every battle needs to be fought and not every hill is worth dying on. Your amygdala is a powerful tool, but it's a tool that needs to be controlled. Only then can you make clear-headed, effective decisions under pressure. Only then can you stay on mission and accomplish the objective. That's resilience. That's control. That's victory. Section 3, Neurotransmitters, the Messengers of Resilience. Neurotransmitters. These are the chemical messengers that your brain cells use to communicate. 
They're the foot soldiers, the couriers running through the tangled web of your neural pathways to deliver essential information. They dictate how you feel, how you act, and how you handle stress. These are not just chemicals, but the building blocks of your emotional and mental state. Let's break it down. Serotonin. This neurotransmitter is your ground stabilizer. When serotonin levels are right, you feel good, calm, and emotionally stable. Think of it as your logistical support, providing you with the supplies and the confidence you need to keep pushing forward. Then you've got dopamine. This is your motivator, your reward system. Every time you accomplish a task, hit a target, or secure an objective, dopamine gives you that feeling of satisfaction, that internal hua. It's like the artillery barrage that softens the enemy position just before you charge in. You want it on your side, especially when grinding through tough challenges. And let's not forget endorphins. These are your natural painkillers, your medic in the field. When you're under physical or emotional stress, endorphins come to the rescue to alleviate pain and induce feelings of pleasure or euphoria. This is your battlefield triage, keeping you in the fight even when you're wounded. But just like in any operation, balance is key. Too much or too little of these neurotransmitters, and things can go sideways. Imbalance could lead to mood swings, irritability, or mental disorders like depression and anxiety. That's why you need to manage your supply lines. Exercise, nutrition, sleep, these aren't just good habits. They're your supply convoys, bringing in the reinforcements of well-balanced neurotransmitters. Exercise produces endorphins and helps regulate dopamine and serotonin. Nutrition? It's like the fuel for your armored vehicles. Quality matters. What you eat directly affects your neurotransmitter balance. And sleep? That's your maintenance time, where neurotransmitters get regulated and your brain cells get to recover. Do you want to build resilience? You manage these neurotransmitters. You maintain a steady supply of them through discipline, discipline in exercise, eating, and rest. This is how you build a resilient mind, prepared for whatever battles life throws your way. And when your neurotransmitters are balanced, you are balanced. You are ready. You are resilient. Section 4, Neuroplasticity, Adapting and Overcoming. Neuroplasticity. That's your brain's built-in adaptability feature. This isn't some new age concept. It's a raw, scientific reality. Your brain isn't rigid like a 2x4. It's more like clay. Clay that you can mold, shape, and reconfigure to build a stronger, more resilient mental structure. This is your brain's special forces unit, capable of adapting to new terrains, challenges, and missions. When discussing neuroplasticity, you talk about synaptic connections, the links between your neurons. Each time you learn something new, each time you adapt to a situation, each time you overcome an obstacle, you're forging new neural pathways. You're setting up new supply routes in your mental battlefield, bypassing the dangerous zones and creating more efficient pathways for neurotransmitters. You see, neurons that fire together wire together. That's Hebbian theory, a fundamental principle in neuroscience. Suppose you're repeatedly exposed to stress or challenges and successfully navigate them. In that case, your brain will rewire itself to make you more adept at dealing with similar situations in the future. 
It's like tactical rehearsals for your neurons, practicing the same maneuvers repeatedly until they're second nature. But here's where discipline comes into play. You must actively engage in activities that challenge your brain and push you out of your comfort zone. We're talking about mental drills, exercises that make you think critically, problem-solve, adapt, and overcome. Whether it's strategic games, intense physical workouts, or even social interactions that require you to think on your feet, these are your live-fire exercises for the brain. This is where your neural special forces train to be elite. And this doesn't just happen when you're young, it happens throughout your life. Age is no excuse. You can teach an old dog new tricks if that dog is willing to learn, adapt, and fight. Your brain can rewire itself at any age, meaning resilience is not a one-time attribute, but a lifelong mission. Don't waste time thinking you're stuck with the brain you've got. That's defeatist talk, and it has no place here. Your brain is an ever-changing, ever-adapting organ. Train it like you would train for warfare. Keep it sharp, keep it adaptable, and keep it ready. Because when life ambushes you, and it will, you'll be prepared to adapt, overcome, and conquer. That's neuroplasticity. That's resilience. That's victory. Section 5, Mental Toughness, the Ironclad Core of Your Resilience. Mental Toughness. Strip away the fluff, and you have left the bedrock of resilience. This is your fortress, the citadel within which your mental and emotional arsenal is protected and deployed. This isn't child's play, it's the decisive factor that allows you to engage, endure, and overcome. If neurotransmitters are your infantry and neuroplasticity is your special ops, mental toughness is the battle-hardened commander leading the charge. The training ground for mental toughness is not found in comfort or convenience, it's cultivated in the furnace of adversity. You can't simulate this kind of training. You have to seek out the hard, the tough, the grueling. From the weight room to the boardroom to the inner sanctum of your thoughts, you expose yourself to challenges that demand everything you've got. And what do you train? Your decision-making, your focus, your capacity to withstand stress. This isn't just about sheer willpower. It's a blend of raw grit and acute strategy. Knowing when to push hard and when to hold back is key. You don't just bull rush through every challenge. You assess, adapt, and then unleash your full force with precision and purpose. This isn't a blind crusade against emotion or pain. No. It's recognizing these sensations for what they are, real-time feedback. Anger, frustration, and fatigue aren't obstacles. They're signposts, indicators. They tell you about your current state and point you toward necessary adjustments. And you listen because ignoring the battlefield intel is a surefire way to end up in a bad spot. Your internal dialogue is the radio frequency through which all your operations are coordinated. The words you tell yourself matter. Self-doubt is the static that interferes with clear communication. So, you keep that frequency clear, always tuned to the wavelength of action, accountability, and resolve. Let's get one thing straight. Your mental toughness isn't just a self-contained system. It sets the standard for your environment, workplace, home, community. You become the pillar, the cornerstone that provides both foundation and structure. Your mental stance influences the collective mindset, turning the tide toward resilience and fortitude. Mental toughness is an ongoing campaign, not a one-off battle. 
It requires daily upkeep, a perpetual refining process that polishes your mental armor until it's so durable and unbreakable that it can withstand any amount of pressure, stress, or adversity thrown its way. It's built layer upon meticulous layer, each challenge adding another stratum to your invincible mental construct. So, if you want to be the epitome of resilience, you don't just aim for mental toughness, you embody it. It becomes your identity, your hallmark, your unmistakable signature. You make it a non-negotiable aspect of your life, as crucial as the air you breathe or your convictions. That's not just resilience, that's an indomitable spirit. That's leadership. That's victory. Section 6, The Application, Deploying Resilience in Real Life. Deployment. The end game. All the mental fortitude, neuroplasticity, and neurotransmitters mean nothing if you don't apply them. If you don't deploy them to the front lines of your life. You can read all the books, follow all the strategies, and know all the science, but you won't truly understand the value of resilience until you're in the trenches, under fire. This is where theory meets practice, where preparation meets opportunity, where you meet your real self. You don't just wake up one day and decide to be resilient. Resilience is daily habits, mindset adjustments, and disciplined actions. It's the hundreds of micro decisions you make. Should I hit the snooze button or get up and attack the day? Should I take the easy route or choose the path of most resistance that will challenge and improve me? The battlefield of life is filled with unexpected scenarios, whether job loss, relationship strain, health issues, or plain old daily stress. Each is an operational theater where you deploy your resilience, adapt your strategies, and execute your plans. You assess the situation, gather intel, and make real-time decisions. And remember, just like in any battle, there are no timeouts. You need to think on your feet, be agile, and stay focused, no matter how chaotic the circumstances. Every situation is a leadership situation. That's right. Whether you're alone or with a team, you're leading. You're setting the tone. When you navigate a crisis with resilience and remain unflappable under pressure, you're not just serving yourself, but setting an example. People look at you and think, if they can keep their head in this mess, so can I. That's impact. That's influence. That's the real-world application of resilience. And don't think for a second that resilience is a one-off act. It's a continual, relentless application. It's the regular maintenance of your mental machinery, like maintaining a vehicle or vital equipment. You keep the gears oiled, the engine tuned, and the structure solid. When one part shows signs of wear and tear, you don't just ignore it, you repair it immediately. You ensure everything is optimized for peak performance because anything less is unacceptable. You're going to face setbacks. Failure is a part of the process. But what matters is not the stumble, but the recovery. How quickly can you assess the damage, recalibrate, and move forward? In this, resilience is your greatest ally. It's the internal compass that keeps you oriented toward your goals, no matter how dark the night or how fierce the storm is. So, here's the bottom line. You can train your brain, build your mental toughness, and learn the science of resilience all you want. But if you're not deploying these assets on the battlefield of life, you're just armchair generaling. You need to get out there, face the world, and put your resilience to the test. Only then can you truly say you understand what it means to be resilient.
Only then can you truly claim victory. Section 7, The Legacy, Passing on the Torch of Resilience Legacy The Long Game What remains when you fought battles, navigated through storms, and emerged on the other side? You might think resilience is a solo endeavor that begins and ends with you. Wrong! Your resilience has a ripple effect, a domino impact that extends far beyond your personal sphere. It's not just about conquering your dragons, it's about teaching others how to slay theirs. This is your enduring contribution, the immeasurable wealth you bestow upon those who come after you. The first step in creating a legacy of resilience is transparency. You must be willing to share, not just the victories, but the defeats. People learn more from your struggles than from your triumphs. Your hardships, your setbacks, your darkest hours, these are your credentials. They're what give your resilience real-world validity. They're what make your lessons stick. Education is a key aspect of this legacy. No, not the type you find in textbooks or classrooms. We're talking about life education, imparted through lived experiences and hard-won wisdom. You need to be an open book, a living manual of resilience. Your actions, attitudes, and coping strategies become the curriculum, a hands-on course in resilience training. Influence is power, but it's a double-edged sword. Just as you can uplift, you can also diminish. Your lack of resilience and failure to cope doesn't just hurt you, it unsettles those who depend on you and look up to you. That's why you don't have the luxury of breaking down. Your resilience isn't yours alone, it's communal property, a shared asset that either fortifies or weakens the collective spirit. Remember, your legacy isn't carved in stone, it's forged in the hearts and minds of those you influence. It's not a static monument, but a living, breathing organism constantly adapting and evolving. Your resilience sets the genetic code for this legacy, establishing the traits that will be passed on to future generations. You won't be here forever, but your lessons and example can be immortalized through the resilience you instill in others. What about scalability? Your legacy of resilience isn't confined to your immediate environment. In today's interconnected world, your reach is limitless. Whether you're a parent, a mentor, a leader in your community, or an influencer on a larger stage, your resilience can impact lives across the globe. Never underestimate the breadth and depth of your influence. It's not a local skirmish, it's a global campaign. So, what's the call to action? Simple. Live your resilience so vividly, so authentically, that it becomes contagious. Turn it into a cultural norm, a societal expectation. Make it the fuel that powers progress, the cornerstone that upholds integrity, the lens through which challenges are viewed and tackled. That's how you build a legacy worth leaving. That's how you ensure your resilience doesn't die with you but lives on, a perpetual force for good. Your legacy of resilience isn't a footnote, it's the headline. It's the essence of your character, amplified and immortalized. It's what you'll be remembered for long after you've fought your final battle. That's not just a legacy, that's eternal impact. And that, in the end, is the ultimate victory. Section 8, The Verdict, The Unyielding Power of Resilience The Verdict The Final Word After you've dissected the science, armored your mental toughness, deployed resilience on the battlefield of life, and begun building your legacy, what's left to say? A lot. 
because resilience isn't a subject you close the book on. It's an eternal narrative, a relentless journey with no endpoint. And the verdict isn't something to be read. It's something to be lived. You need to understand that resilience is your ultimate weapon and shield. It's what allows you to charge into the fray, knowing full well the odds might be stacked against you. It's what keeps you standing when everything inside you screams to give up. It's not just a survival mechanism, it's a thriving mechanism. It separates the doers from the talkers, the warriors from the spectators, and the leaders from the followers. Do you think resilience is just for big crises and life-altering events? Think again. Resilience is just as crucial in the mundane, the everyday grind. It's the fuel for your long-term objectives and the armor for your daily battles. It keeps you focused during monotonous tasks and motivated in the face of routine obstacles. Never underestimate the value of everyday resilience. It's the compound interest of character accumulating over time to produce exponential gains. Your actions don't just speak, they roar. Every time you exercise resilience, you're issuing a powerful statement about who you are and what you stand for. You're also setting the tempo, defining the rhythm by which others march. People may not always listen to your words, but can't ignore your actions. And when your actions scream resilience, you don't need to say a word, your life does the talking. And let's not forget accountability. Resilience isn't a one-time act, it's a lifetime commitment. You can't just flip a switch and declare yourself resilient. You have to earn it every single day. It's a constant audit, a never-ending review where the stakes are nothing less than your integrity and potential. It's a contract you make with yourself, with non-negotiable clauses and self-imposed penalties. There's no room for complacency in the doctrine of resilience. The moment you think you've mastered it is the moment you become vulnerable. Resilience is a dynamically evolving skill requiring continual adaptation and upgradation. New challenges will emerge, unforeseen crises will unfold, and your resilience will be put to the test again and again. The verdict is always provisional, subject to the outcome of your next battle. So, what's the final takeaway? Resilience is neither an option nor a luxury. It's a necessity, a fundamental attribute that you can't afford to ignore or neglect. It's not just your strategy, it's your life doctrine, your operating system, and the underlying algorithm that dictates your response to every situation, obstacle, and challenge that life throws you. That's the verdict on resilience. It's not just your defense, it's your offense. It's not just your shield, it's your sword. It's not just a chapter in your life story, it's the entire book. Understand it, own it, live it. That's not just the path to resilience, that's the path to greatness. That's the path to victory. Conclusion Here we are, the end of the line. You've journeyed through the labyrinth of resilience, from the synapses in your brain to the actions you take, from the everyday struggles to the monumental crises, from building a personal fortress to constructing a legacy that outlives you. This wasn't an exercise in academic musing, but a battle plan, a blueprint for warfare against life's adversities. What now? What's the takeaway? Simple, there's no off-ramp, end zone, or finish line regarding resilience. It's a lifelong commitment, not a box you check off. You've seen the science behind it, the neurotransmitters, the hormones, the neural pathways. It's not some abstract concept, it's a physiological reality. 
It's how you're wired and your job to master the controls. You've also learned how resilience is your weapon, shield, daily bread, and war chest. It's not optional. It's mandatory. It will differentiate you on the battlefield, be it an office, a home, or a literal war zone. And then there's the legacy, the eternal echo of your actions and choices. Your resilience doesn't belong to you. It belongs to the world, the people you touch, and the generations that will follow. You're not just building a life. You're building a lineage, an unbroken chain of resilience that should span decades, maybe even centuries. Make it count. Make it last. Make it impactful. The verdict is clear. Resilience isn't just beneficial. It's essential. It's not a passing trend. It's an eternal truth. It's not just a personal trait. It's a global necessity. It's the very essence of human survival and progress. Don't forget it. Don't neglect it. And certainly, don't underestimate it. The ball's in your court. You've been equipped, educated, and hopefully, empowered. The question isn't whether you'll face adversity, but when. And when life brings the battle to your doorstep, you'll be ready. You won't just survive, you'll thrive. You won't just live, you'll conquer. You won't just pass through this life, you'll leave an indelible imprint. And that, my friends, is the ultimate goal, the quintessential triumph, the most enduring victory. Stay disciplined. Stay resilient. This is Jim Lunsford, reporting from the front lines of life's battlefield. The headquarters? ResilienceUnleashed.net. What happens there? It's a crucible where discipline fuses with resilience and character is sculpted from raw will. What are we up against? Addiction, trauma, and the obstacles that ambush you in the dark corners of life. The mission, better today than yesterday. That's the standard. And we're not lone wolves. We're a unit, an army of resilience warriors. We are prepping for tomorrow's battles while also becoming leaders of the fight. Dig in at the trenches at resilienceunleashed.net for the tactics, strategies, and game plans.